0: Hello and welcome to the top of the slide pile. They say it's lonely at the top, if only that were the case. Oh well. With me tonight is Will Brown and Eric Cabbage. <laughs> How are you, fellas? I'm very well, thank you. You're just going straight from the bottle now, I see.
1: Yeah, I came woefully unprepared. <laughs> um, so what I have is an entire bottle, and I'm just going to swing from it.
0: Is, it. is it still port? Oh, it, looks like it's oh, still it port.
1: is. I have a graveyard of yeah. port bottles next to me. It's tragic. <laughs> I really wanted to kick this in the uh, kick this in the bottom previously, as I was going to try and drink like a bottle of red wine, or I was going to have some beers. But no, it's the port graveyard. It's such an odd problem to have. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, it's not too bad. Of all the problems they have, they could be... Actually, no, it's pretty up there, really. Gout, alcoholism... You try and go to an AA meeting and explain yourself to them and see what happens. (laughs) I am a perfectly high-functioning individual, thank you very much. Sometimes I'll wake up and there'll be like three or four empty bottles of port by the bed. I'm just so full. In fairness, they're from the last several weeks. It's just laziness that's the problem. That's the only explanation for the AABD. I-,
0: I wonder what the statistics are. People our age, how many bottles of port per week? <laughs> and how many more oh. do you have compared to the average person of our age?
1: Oh, I'm definitely bringing the average up. I'm
0: actually going to Google if you can still buy melonade and for how much.
1: <laughs> is that the wine melon drink?
0: No, this is. That's. lucas f- Lucasade. Just, just oh. Oh, there's pictures of it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it just says currently unavailable, which is. It's true. Petition, bring back Aid Energy Melanade. It's at 122, <laughs> and it's been going since three years people have been petitioning to bring back the Melanade, and only 122 people. And apparently I've signed it! <laughs> You've already <laughs> signed up to it. I, I don't know, April, May time? I mean, clearly I... Just started a mini crusade. Put- this, is this your petition? Yeah. Did you start this? Uh, under the name <laughs> Tom Sawyer. I, I I could, I couldn't deny that really. Could I? Clearly not the guy's real name.
1: Do you two talk about this melon addiction far too often at this point? Because I feel like Eric probably will have also signed this petition if you send it to him. (laughs) I'd sign it in in solidarity for Finn, but I I never partook of the melonade. Oh really? You didn't get addicted? No, not to that particular lucasade. It was it was the Caribbean Crush. Caribbean crushed which is still available dangerously. They sell that to kids. <laughs> what is an entryway drug? <laughs> Caribbean Crush lucasade. It's Caribbean they had to take Crush, and off then off the market because it was too it was too much.
0: It's that it's that, and then speed. You can make anything sound bad if you say, and they sell that to kids.
1: <laughs> Corgette, if you sell that <laughs> to kids.
0: Sell that to kids. <laughs> <laughs> Try this. This horse rider sauce, I, my god, it's so spicy. The worst thing is, they sell that to kids. <laughs> it's a cold Dick. It smacks of high quality.
1: This is Daily Mail headline, fake or real? Oh, yes. The classic quiz game. So I'm just going to to read our headline at a time, and you need to try and figure out whether it's, it's real or fake. World War II pillboxes to be manned by EDL members around Dover.
0: True. Um Yes, I think that's on the on the verge of ridiculousness, but it's true. That's fake. That was me. Oh, oh okay. Well, that shows, first of all, how little we think of the Daily Mail. Not, I not assume to,
1: that they had another acronym for EDL. Not to give the game away, but that is one of the tamer headlines in this quiz, and it's one that oh. I made, so... <laughs> headline number two. Oral sex can cause throat cancer. Daily Mail, definitely. Surely. Yes, that's true. As in, Excellent. that is a Daily Mail headline. It's not, not true. true. Yeah, unless you're having oral sex with someone that's just been around Chernobyl for a bit too long. I don't know. Probably fine. Sucking Hulk stick could probably stuff cause that, right? Sucking what, dick? <laughs> Hulk. I thought you said hog. <laughs> a hog. I mean, you could <laughs> so, do that so so as well like if you want. I'm more than happy to. S- to read your findings on that, Eric... Ho- that full up? of radioactive material. That's that's well known. Yeah. Oh my god, wait, is it Brazil nuts that have got like a crazy amount of radioactive material in them? Can you imagine if you could do that to someone who just ate so many Brazil nuts and then spunked, and then they got throat cancer? I think you'd probably die of something else first. For, for I mean, the, you'd probably have killed yourself you'd first. You'd probably have killed but... yourself just by eating too many nuts.
0: There, there, was, there was one time, actually, um, where... When I was doing the the conference things, one of the uh, the little notes, the allergy notes for people, it said, uh, I'm allergic to strawberries in large quantities. (laughs) And I thought, I think we all are. (laughs) If, If I ate enough strawberries, I would have something akin to an allergic reaction.
1: There was a guy at work
0: that told me he was
1: reading an article about pesticides and things like that that they put on plants. And that, uh, basically if you eat this ungodly amount of raspberries, you might end up with health problems because you've eaten all these pesticides. And I'm like, okay, but when were you ever going to eat that many raspberries? <laughs> Shitting up the walls, like, man. How many raspberries do you think I'm eating such that you need to tell me this as a warning? Like... <laughs> A whole bush, a whole bush of raspberries. Like what? What do you? What do you think I am doing behind closed doors with raspberries? Just pun it after pun it. Just... Popping them like smarties. Sucking them down like Coca Cola. <laughs> oh my! But it was something like if you eat. Like, 500 raspberries, then you might have, like, a detectable level of some sort of chemical. Okay, it's a detectable level, just doesn't mean it's harmful, and also just... Who's eating 500 raspberries? You've probably already shat yourself to death you, by yeah, that you've point. Yeah, you probably... To be fair, the amount of fibre that you'd probably get out of that, you'd probably shit it all out before it killed you. Yeah, it'll probably take you so long to eat them in raspberries that you've passed them. I guess. It's like every chemical's got what? What's it called? Like an LD50? Which is basically an amount of it that you have to eat for it to be poisonous. Yeah. And 50% of you to die, and 50% of the people that took that amount would die, basically. I'm pretty sure that system is just when the Daily Mail have really got (laughs) nothing else. They'll just go... Just pick a food and, and say how much of it you need to eat to die. Well, what's interesting is that it's, it's the amount for it to be poisonous, I believe. So salt has an LD50, but the problem is that the amount of it that you have to eat for it to be poisonous, you've probably already dehydrated yourself before that point, so you've just basically turned into a withering husk, and then you've died of poison. So <laughs> it's very much the kick of the nuts while you're down the LD50 <laughs> of salt. Headline number three. This flood of porn should terrify us all. That feels like Daily Mail, but I don't feel like they would put porn in the title of a headline. So I'm going to go with not.
0: Um, my, my head is saying Daily Mail, but my heart is saying Eric. <laughs> um, and I'm going to follow my heart and say, I think it's Eric.
1: It's real. That is Daily Mail. I'm That's very, very happy with that. that. This flood of porn should terrify us all. Could, do you please... which, which one? I... Which flood of porn? <laughs> this one. Oh my god, this, this one. <laughs> uh, I, I really wish that you had all of the stories associated with the headlines from the Daily Mail. Well, That's all, what I well really want all stories associated with Daily Mail headlines are basically just backpedalling to say, well, it didn't really happen. But imagine if it did. Air pollution reaches 100% of 90% of the air in central London. Scientists still testing the remaining 10% for heavy metals and third world diseases. That's that's true. that's that's the whole. That's not that's, that's front not cover. Really. That can't be it. That there can't are, be a there are some light. long ones in here, by the way. This isn't the only one. Oh, it's not front page.
0: I still don't want to believe it's true. I I know. Until it, until you got to the third world diseases part, I was like, uh, maybe, but no. But you believe the the terrible one hundred percent of ninety percent,
1: and scientists yeah, are still that. testing the remaining ten. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's just the last bit where is <laughs> just oh, also. A <laughs> uh, big head of babies more prone to getting cancer. Yeah,
1: definitely. Oh, definitely, daily, definitely Daily Mail. Yeah,
0: yeah, I wouldn't come up with that. That's, that's just awful. That's just awful. <laughs> bigger heads, it's a bigger target. That's the
1: thing. <laughs> that's what
0: it is. <laughs> yeah? You're going to get far <laughs> more radiation. Got-
1: the bit. more of you that there is, the more likely you are to get cancer. Cool. Famously, that's what the scientists say. Okay. How to choose the perfect hat. That's an Eric. That's an Eric article I actually want to read because <laughs> I know Aww. there'll be some beautiful ones in there. I
0: I wouldn't be too good at writing that article. Hats don't suit me.
1: What? Yeah, but you. I know you'd love to write the article.
0: It sounds too too unpolitical to be the male. So I don't think it's. I don't think it's the That's male. That's real. I'm bad at it.
1: <laughs> Again, now I now I want a segment from the article. I want to know how to choose the perfect hat, Eric. <laughs> Panic at the Costco. <laughs> oh yes. Yes. You don't listen to Panic! in the Disco, so that's got to be Daily Mail,
0: right? Uh, I'm, I, I, uh, yes. That's me. Oh, oh bastard.
1: <laughs> what came first, the chicken or the cure for cancer? Scientists start to genetically engineer hands to lay eggs containing life-saving drugs.
0: I, I kind of think it's real, only based on the fact that as you're reading it, you kind of did, a, like, a fuck this guy. <laughs>
1: yeah why not i'll go I'll go real that
0: is real. It was because when I'd written it, I hadn't
1: realized the obvious answer to that first question because so, I just wrote it because it was nonsense, obviously, but then just in reading it back, I realized that well it's the chicken obviously. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little fruity. Woman finds strawberry shaped like a penis in her garden. Ah, that's Daily Mail.
0: I want it to be Eric because he had a cute little smile after he said
1: it. (laughs) I'll go Daily Mail, go on then.
0: I'll go go not just for the drama. It's Daily Mail. Uh, The the
1: little smile was because I remembered the picture of the strawberry. (laughs) (laughs) Was it headline worthy? I mean, if it wasn't photoshopped, which it probably was, then sure. It it was quite a misshapen strawberry and uh, cartoonish in its representation of a penis. (laughs) Incredible. Kate on a birthing ball, yoga with Pippa, and Will's at birthing classes, the preparations for the birth of the royal baby, as imagined by celebrity photographer Alison Jackson. I think you're trying too hard here, Eric. I think this is you.
0: I'm, again, going to say the opposite. I don't think that's him. That's real. Oops, Kate spills orange juice over Pippa's pink top after quick gym session, as
1: imagined by Alison Jackson. That's Uh, Eric. Eric. That's that's real. What? Unbelievable. Pippa bears all for charity photo shoot, as imagined by Alison Jackson. (laughs) Eric. Yeah, Yeah, that is me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So the other two are real. Real headlines with the caveat, as imagined by. Who's Alison Jackson? I mean, presumably just some random person with a camera that takes photos of people pretending to be royals. I'm going, if if they sat on a ball, there you go. That's what it might look like if they did that. Don't know if they have, don't know if they will. But (laughs) if you wanted to know what it would look like, almost. (laughs) There you go. I wonder what she gets paid for these photos. Probably crazy amounts of money. Yeah, too much, I imagine. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, much. whatever it is, it's too much. I hope they're tasteful photos, at the very least. Unless unless Alison Jackson is well aware of the comedic value of these photos, in which case, a little bit of money is fine. As lo- as long as you're not taking the piss. Uh, Mylene Class under fire for claiming she released giant crab on Hampstead Heath. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Can I, can I get that one again, please? Yep. Yeah. Mylene Class under fire for claiming she released giant crab on Hampstead Heath. <laughs> Please yeah. be true. True. That's so true. On, Daily Mail. It's true. There oh, we go. Beautiful.
0: Why is Mylene Class just such a menace? <laughs> <laughs> With a crab. Giant crabs. Is Harrogate the new Mecca? No, but maybe one day.
1: Yeah. That's... Oh no, this is oh, this is an Eric Bate. But well, because it does
0: it sound too mundane, you reckon?
1: No, it sounds definitely like they'd say that because they're big racists and they're saying all of the people are moving in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I'm,
0: ga- I'm going to side with Will on this one. I'm going to side with Will on this one.
1: I think that it's it's too on the nose.
0: He started moving I'm... his arms around a lot when he's making his point. As far as I'm
1: aware, the Daily Mail has not yet claimed Harrogate to be the new Mecca. But it soon will be. Well, well, who knows? <laughs> Second to last. Immigrants fracked the Cotswolds. Sorry. Immigrant, Im- immigrants fracked the Cotswolds. That's not true. You know what? I'm going to go with true. That again is me. That's... Uh. I think, yeah, that one and uh, the last one were maybe two on the nose. That was... <laughs>
0: immigrants fracked the Cotswolds?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I imagined it may have been a foreign company. And they were like... They could say that. But, I mean you know. they don't need much of an excuse. They could just have a photograph of one non white worker and go, Yeah. Or all white but maybe yeah. Polish, so <laughs> 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 they're looking a bit wooden. Incredible pictures show sheds and outbuildings which look like hosts and presenters from hit TV show The Voice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so specific it must be true. Yeah. Go on then. True.
1: That is true. Incredible pictures <laughs>
0: show sheds and outbuildings which look like hosts and presenters from hit TV show The Voice. I've got I've got four. Um, it's not as it true is it false? They're all true. I just enjoy each one for its its innate stupidity. <laughs> um, one uh, is China may be using sea to hide its submarines. <laughs> <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> Statistics show that teen pregnancy drops off significantly after twenty five. <laughs> Diana was still alive Hours before she died (laughs) And finally Federal agents raid gun shop Find weapons
1: (laughs) Fucking brilliant (laughs) Florida man calls the police Because he thinks that he was sold Bad meth (laughs) And he basically is like I don't think this is meth This meth should should do something else Can you test my meth please Because I don't want anyone else buying bad meth and then they test it and it is meth and then he gets arrested because <laughs> he's just bought meth and admitted it to the police and given it to them to test. But I mean his heart was in the right place. He he didn't want anyone else to, to get bad meth. He's do he's doing a public service. Is that chaotic good? Yeah. I think yeah it's chaotic <laughs> is, good right there. exact there's a perfect real world example of chaotic good. You've got to say whether or not the following line was said by Boris Johnson, Donald Trump, or Duke Nukem. Hell, I'd still hit that. Hit it, was that Duke Nukem, after gazing at an alien queen, Donald Trump, when he's shown a female celebrity's plastic surgery gone wrong, Ooh. or Boris Johnson quoted from his uni days when talking about a person of colour.
0: I, I think it's Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. It's it's his sort of vernacular. It was
1: Duke <laughs> Nukem, after gazing at an alien queen. Okay. I hope you're happy. But anyways, the the next one. Sadly, she's no longer a 10. Was this. Duke, after shooting the head off a succubus. Donald, when talking about Heidi Klum. Or Boris, talking about Nigella Lawson after her cocaine scandal.
0: Donald again. It's got to be Donald. This time I'm locking in Donald.
1: I'm, I'm going to go Boris. That was Donald Trump, after who, <laughs> talking about Heidi Klum. Who is Heidi Klum? And why is she no longer a 10? Uh, <laughs> I, 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 but I have no idea. Size only matters when you're fully grown, baby.
0: That's Donald. Size only matters when you're fully grown, baby. I I can hear it coming out of Duke's mouth.
1: Was that Duke quoted as a line from the Shrinkage trailer? Donald, when questioned about his tiny hands, or Boris, when addressing a child who was sad about being small.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's just the addition of baby on the end. I can't see it being Boris. (laughs) Um... And also,
1: when are children addressing Boris Johnson about being
0: sad, about being small? I'm going Donald. Uh, I'm going to go with my half-assed impression and go with Duke again.
1: Congratulations, that was Duke Nukem. She got (laughs) schlonged. Was that Duke after killing the alien queen? She got schlonged. Donald talking about Hillary Clinton. Or Boris talking about his reading there.
0: (laughs) I'm going to have to go with Duke for this one. I think it might be Donald.
1: You think it's Donald?
0: I think it might be Donald.
1: We've got a Donald, and we've got a Duke. It was Donald talking about Hillary Clinton. She got schlonged. She got schlonged. (laughs) That's that's something the leader of the free world once said. Mel! (laughs) And I am mortified by that. My balls, your face. Duke referring to the movie Predator. Donald talking about his power as the president of the US compared to the UN. (laughs) Boris describing the hazing at Eton. I can hear all of them saying that.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, me too.
1: The fact that this is difficult (laughs) is troubling.
0: Is is it Boris? I'm going to go Duke for this one.
1: We've got a Boris, we've got a Duke. It was Duke referring to the movie Predator. And I think this is the final one. Your face, your ass, what's the difference? Duke (laughs) insulting the demons. Donald, as a response to a reporter calling him unattractive, <laughs> or Boris talking to an animal in a petting zoo that vomited
0: I'm gonna retreat back into easy mode and say, maybe it was Duke. I'm gonna say Donald. <laughs> Duke and
1: Donald. Uh, it, uh, was. It's Duke. it was Duke and Duke. It's Duke. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you for not playing with <laughs> Go eat your scones, for fuck's sake. Have I or have I not appropriated this culture? Let's go for Finn's talking point, although you said you were unsure about your talking point, Finn.
0: Yeah, kind of, but, but only I, I, when, I, when it came up, I thought, wow, this is incredible stuff. What what what, what perfect meat on which to dine on our <laughs> podcast together. Wow. But now it's been a while and it's less impressive. So I don't know if have you guys come across this story, the, the Japanese killing stone. No.
1: The Japanese killing stone.
0: The Japanese killing stone, my man.
1: At least uh, This I, is a pebble that is thrown hundreds of thousands of times at someone until they eventually die of an of annoyance. Is it like
0: the killing field, but with more artistic value? Neither. So, basically, the the, the headline that I saw, and it was it literally the other day, seventh uh, seventh of, of March, it was. Um, and I was thinking about how terrible things are in the world at the moment. Let's not talk about it because it's a podcast. Um, but, you know, everything is fairly awful and has been for quite a while. Um, and I just I was thinking about that and thinking, well, my God, what an awful time. And then this headline popped up, and it said, uh, Japan's killing stone splits in two, releasing superstitions amid the sulfur springs. And I looked into it, and basically, legend has it, that there is an evil spirit trapped inside a boulder that, for some reason the other day, just split in two. And there are rumours that this evil spirit has now escaped to wreak chaos on the world. Um, and first of all, it's late. And secondly, <laughs> co- how how much worse could it get? Um, but no, I, I just, I mean, the, the chaos has already happened, man. Like, I, What's this, this going to burst forth from the stone and go, ah, fuck.
1: <laughs> ah, shit, I missed the apocalypse.
0: Yeah, t- t- well. Wow.
1: I am here as your death. Oh. Yeah. I've been building up that entrance for at least two hundred years. I mean, not to
0: not to tweak the nose of this thing,
1: but things could always be worse. So
0: they could. Oh, well, well why? I actually looking into it, looking into the the science of it. There are a few articles on this because no one gives a fuck, apart from the Japanese. Um, and probably uh... <laughs> probably not going to put that on the podcast. Um... No one gives a fuck. <laughs> no one
1: gives, a fuck no gives a fuck. Apart from the Japanese. Apart
0: the Japanese. So it doesn't matter,
1: does it? <laughs> to be fair it is their stone so
0: yeah it is exactly, I mean, obviously they exactly. Would yeah.
1: care. If, if anyone's gonna care yeah. it will be
0: them it it probably will be them but apparently it split a long time ago the reason why it cracked in half was because water got in there so oh. maybe back when everything went wrong which i think um you know after the last segment we did this isn't going to be a surprise i think it was around the time that trump got elected i think that's when everything started to go really shit um and then we had about yeah. six years of freeze thought Suddenly the demon comes out.
1: Why is it called the Killing Stone? It can't just be because it's got some demon inside it.
0: According to the mythology um, surrounding this stone, the object contains the transformed corpse of Tamamo Nomei, a beautiful woman who had been part of a secret plot hatched by a feudal warlord to kill an emperor. Uh, yeah. Legend has it the true identity was um, an evil nine-tailed fox whose spirit had become embedded in the lump of of lava, yeah. So I mean, it's just part of a, a plot. I mean, it doesn't even kill a lot of people, really. It was just just a, a plan to kill a guy, and it was also an evil fox. Um, I don't know if this would even make it on um, because I don't know if I'm insulting people doing I know,
1: this. But f- I mean, I feel like the plan doesn't sound that bad. But foxes are quite a big thing, aren't they? In uh, in Japanese culture, yeah, they're quite they're quite small, actually. Aren't they? <laughs> you know, like, oh no, you should about, see these Japanese camp, foxes. like that's what Godzilla was based on. But they made it into a lizard because otherwise it would just be too traumatic. Yeah, <laughs> the fur if, everywhere. Yeah. God, you can see when he sheds. If they made it a giant it's fox, then
0: it would be like just too soon. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a it's a fox coming out the sea, and it smells of wet dog. And it oh yells. Once it dries, it's like tripled yell. in size as well. <laughs> <laughs> so much volume. It kind of shimmers whilst yelling. So that that was my talking point. And like I said, I don't even think it was just me telling you about something, um, because I, there's not much you can say about it, because uh, I think some things I have said I probably shouldn't have said. Um,
1: I enjoyed the tall tales of stones and foxes.
0: Mm. And nine tails, that's a lot to handle. That's a lot to handle. It's famously a whip as well. So, you know... <laughs> Ah, oh, just got to fuck myself and die. A whole bush of raspberries.
1: Um, yeah, eyelids. I think they're underused by by the majority of the population. I think every now and then you'll meet someone who's making proper use of their eyelids, and you'll remember that person. They'll they'll stick with you. I am enlightened. <laughs> Tell me the context of the person that. Started this thought. Pack. Now I can't remember this guy's name, but I remember his use of eyelids. I remember that. Are you thinking about? Are you thinking of Captain Jack Sparrow, perhaps? Oh no! Yeah, um, the eyes on the eyelids. No, no. Hey, that's I mean, colouring your eyelids in has its own place, I suppose. But it's it's more the uh, the application that that I want to talk oh. about is winking. People that wink as, like, a thing, they're just, like, as a greeting, just as an acknowledgement. Like, I went to, to college with this guy. Not not sixth form, but, like, Marines, Marine College, uh, so it wasn't too long ago. Right. Um, just didn't know him that well, but whenever I passed him in the hallway, he gives a wink. Do you ever think he was hitting on you, and then he might have been a seaman? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> This has been an instance of a man, of a man really trying to hit on you, Eric. Hang on, no, there was another. I, I, there's been another winker who was definitely not hitting <laughs> on me, but he he winked in a very. It because a, a wink can be taken quite provocatively, sure. Yeah. But he did it in such a way that it was always just friendly. I don't know how he managed mm. it. I've not mastered it. Um, I'll be honest. The only people I wink at are my girlfriend and security cameras. <laughs> so, so I, I, I don't. I, I can't yes. really can't really say if I've mastered that yet. You, so do you walk past, wink at every security camera with the knowledge in the back of your head that some, that's the, some local at some point have to look at this footage yes. and we'll have to see you give it a cheeky little yeah. wink? And that'll make his <laughs> day. It makes my day. <laughs> thinking that it will make someone else's... Whenever name. I see a security <laughs> camera, I give it a wink. So, is, oh, what do you do with the ones in, like, Gregston, or wherever, where you can, like, see the TV screen? Yeah, screen. yeah, that like gets a wink. They all get a wink. Do you wink at the screen, or do you try and oh, find I wink, at, camera the camera. Do wink yeah, at the, the camera. Yeah, I don't camera. wink at the screens. Uh, okay. That's weird. That's just winking at yourself, yeah. is at that point? Yeah, that's just that's just You're vanity. like, oh, you devilish bastard, yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> wink?
0: I I think I used to be the the guy that used to wink. You are a winker. Um... I used to do it. I used to. I used to wink um, just twice a day. Uh, no. uh, I used to. I used that's to wink. Some, some say that's unhealthy, but <laughs> it was. Uh, it was when I was saying goodbye to people. If I say goodbye to someone, I, I'll see you later. Just do a wink. Mm. Uh, and I actually did stop myself you'd, you'd, it, so... wink,
1: you'd wink. them off, would you? I'd,
0: yeah. Give me, yeah I'd, a bit, bit. of a shake of the head as well. Just. Just. just yeah. To accentuate um. It. But after I. I yeah. I. I stopped because I, I, I thought a lot of pretty much what Will was saying earlier. I, I was like, what if they just think I'm fucking weird? <laughs> what if they think I'm trying to hit on them? So I I, I stopped after a while. Um, and I, I re enjoyed it as well because it became such a natural thing. It is
1: yeah. I, I see what Will means though. It is a very forward act. I'm not an avid winker, but I do love a finger gun every now and mm. then. I, I think I, I overuse those. I mean, too that's much. a lot less provocative. It yeah. is, but it's it's also. I just, it feels like it cuts deep into people's souls when you finger gun them. You just give them the old a. No one thinks you're flirting if you're doing that, and if they do fl- think you're flirting, they at least think you're harmless. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: you'll probably not get flirted back at. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what do you mean? How do you think I got Emily? With <laughs> the old finger guns. <laughs> Walked in, wink, uh, finger gun. <laughs> and the rest is history.
0: I say, just didn't say a word for years, but every time you walked past her, just well, didn't and
1: started <laughs>
0: Until finally, she just snapped and was like, "If if I date you, will you stop?" <laughs> you know what? My ideal holiday: go to Russia, fuck a hog dick. So in this round, I'm going to offer you guys part of a life pro tip from the life pro tip subreddit. And I want you to try and finish off the quote. Mm. Uh, And then I just put, then we can discuss blah, 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 content, blah. (laughs) But the first first life pro tip, uh, I'm going to give you the first part of it. Staying in shape isn't about being sexy or attractive, it's about... I mean, surely it's about exercise, because the other things weren't really surely relevant about... to staying in shape.
1: Surely it's about health or happiness. It's about happiness. Let's go for happiness. It's
0: about laying down the groundwork so that you can be active and healthy when you're older.
1: That, that gives, me it's really n- boring. gives me nothing
0: to act on in the short term. And that is isn't really all about just the short term gratification. Just... just... Instant gratification, yeah, this guy got 78.4 thousand upvotes on that one, and I just thought, hmm. And
1: no one did any exercise that day. They just read that and felt good about themselves, and then that was it. And then they were like, well, I'm not going to be old for a while, so I'll do the exercise tomorrow. I know, I'll buy a Stenna stairlift today. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'm I'm ready for my old age. (laughs) That's what I call an investment. I'm going to buy my Zimmer frame and my stairlift now while they're cheap. (laughs)
0: If you need a suit and don't have much budget, then Steal one. <laughs> <laughs> buy a onesie. Buy oh, I I get it. Buy a buy a cheap one. Rent one? <laughs> then twenty pounds at Goodwill with fifty pounds of alterations will look a hundred times better than a £70 suit.
1: Although to be fair, my suit jacket is from a Charity Shop. And and that is basically my entire suit. It's like my school trousers and that suit jacket. And I bet you it looks a hundred times better. <laughs>
0: Don't ever use a wet or moist towel slash cloth as an... A toilet paper.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not supposed to. You're not
0: supposed to. Apparently it it, ruins the 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 cloth. It it does. It doesn't.
1: I oh, know it ruins your derriere, yeah,
0: sir, I believe. Really? Does, it, does it rip it up? Oh, dear.
1: It's good in the moment, but you'll regret it down the line. Also, you can't flush it away, and then you've just got some poopy rag that you've got to deal with, so...
0: Okay, I, I will tell you that quite clearly it's not uh, Will's poopy rag. Hang on, what was the start of this again? Because I've completely gone down
1: wiping your ass with a tablecloth.
0: Don't ever use a wet or moist towel-slash-cloth as an... Garrot. As an garrot. As, as, as an garrot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Henry the seventh wife. <laughs> um actually no it's as an oven mitt to pick up hot things because the moisture turns to steam and burn your hands. I mean you only I have mean, to try that, that like once more, and know that more that was like wrong. A
1: PSA is the...
0: Well yeah when I was reading through this they they basically are just they're not they're not they're not tips at succeeding at life they're just tips at not fucking up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Remember don't wet your towels when you put your hands in the oven.
0: Do not buy into the myth that your 20s and 30s are great. great.
1: <laughs> the best time of your life. <laughs>
0: Are good at all? Yeah. In any way, is that uh, it? are made to? Oh. No, no. Uh, so don't mind the myth that twenties and thirties are made to work hard. Burnouts early in your career will resonate throughout your entire life. So don't try, basically. In 20s, basically, 20s, yeah, the just, just just when, during your twenties and thirties, just, just, chill just out fuck it, really, yeah, yeah, take yeah it easy. don't bother. You can con I feel like I have been. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can concentrate on work later. When you're too old and when, decrepit to do yeah, it, just <laughs> in your forties, you can really just knuckle down and, uh, and crack on with it. That's when you're really in your gravy boat groove, right in I'm the i I'm sure 40s. you'll have all the
0: time in the world later on. Open jars with uh, your hands.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mo- moist towels. This is where they're useful, gentlemen. Get your moist towels for this. Stop. One. Just don't stick. Them Stop in the using
0: oven. your neck to open
1: jars. <laughs> Stop trying to use the inside of your thigh. not working anymore.
0: Every time you smash a jar, you have to eat everything in it. Yes. Uh, with a butter knife. And I'm not going to explain that. I've got no idea.
1: This <laughs> is what I found off the top show of thoughts of all time. It's we laugh at dogs getting excited when they hear a bark in the TV, but if the TV was non-stop streaming with unintelligible noises and then someone suddenly spoke to you in your language, you'd be pretty fucking startled too <laughs> <laughs> And I like that. I'm very pleased that someone else has thought this, and now I get to enjoy
0: it. Just living in this world of absolute gibberish when suddenly something on the TV looks it's at just, you and goes hey like, Hey, you shrimp." <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Prawn. <laughs> delicious, nutritious prawn. And you go, <laughs> fucking hell, what's going on?
0: Then not only are what? you lost in a world of gibberish, you're also just hankering out of some nutritious and delicious prawns. They sell that to kids.
1: Context required.
0: Well, um, are you familiar with the works of William Shakespeare? No. You're about to be.
1: Oh. Oh no! Is this, it's is this, time is this
0: be... for a Geordie not... reads.
1: <laughs> oh, no, not again! You know what's going to make this even worse is that I can't even lean forward on this episode because <laughs> it will be so far away from the fucking screen. <laughs> you can always whisper it. They can always whisper it I'm gonna put this in you know like grandad m- reading mode
0: okay I, I want you to make I want you to be um again obviously it's Geordie so the minimum Geordie you can go is is your your current Geordie by all means go more Geordie but I also want you to to kind of react to the emotion in there there's from what I can tell two exclamation marks and I want to feel them <laughs> I want to feel those exclamation marks in my heart cage okay
1: you you forget I have the reading age of a five year old no and and so, therefore, you're expecting me to read ahead whilst also being able to use my mouthful to use word? No. And that's no. just not... I'm just not capable of these things. You're fine. I'm an indictment of the English educational system. <laughs> and the fact that I can get this far in my life with this current reading level is quite frankly embarrassing <laughs> to you all. But anyways... On a day, alack the day, love whose mouth is ever may, spied a blossom pass and fair Clean in the wanton air through the velvet leaves, the wind all unseen can passage find. That the lover, the sick to death, wish himself the heaven's breath. Ere quoth he, thy cheeks may blow. Ere would I might triumph so. But alack, my hand is sworn near to pluck thee by the thorn. Vow alack, alack, ah, vow alack. For youth, youth, unmeet, youth so apt to pluck a sweet. That was, that was quite sweet. That was fantastic. It was, nice. it was it was it was almost something until I went. Ah. That was actually quite a nice reading. reading
0: of it. It was, yeah. I feel like the Geordie accent really gave it quite a, a. I'm going to call it a polite twang. Yeah,
1: a polite, a polite twang. Yeah. Wow. It's the least amount of cultural appropriation that's happened so far today. <laughs>
0: No, like you, you didn't, you didn't swear at Will like you. Uh, that's William Shakespeare, like you did it, uh, Daphne de Maurier. So you know,
1: ah, oh, she could fuck off. <laughs> with, she could sit right down with all that other bullshit. Maybe it's just the William thing. Maybe I could like appreciate a a fine. I might work. have to go back and rename the last episode as Daphne de Maurier can sit down.
0: I've always liked Daphne de Maurier's work, especially her her famous book and all that other bullshit.
1: <laughs> yes. I'm quite the the studious man for (laughs) literature and yes, her, uh, her other works include all that other bullshit this, this whole section, with its success last week, did give me an idea for what is possibly the most useless use of my time however would be funny for me is just to read an entire book in uh, in a Geordie accent and release it as an audiobook just basically just find books like Rebecca and read it all in Geordie and release that and no one would listen to it because no one who wants to, to read Rebecca will, will want to do it in Geordie, and no one who wants to read a funny book in Geordie will read the entirety of Rebecca to do so.
0: There are going to be people out there who will never read Rebecca because the only free version is you butchering the Geordie accent with it.
1: What is this book, Rebecca, by the way? It's, it's just a book. I, I don't know. What do you, what do you want? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I thought the way you two were talking about it, it sounded like it was the second coming of Christ. It's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's just, just quite sort of, of incredible It's, it's book. not incredible, it's just quite a famous book. Uh, I, I enjoyed it, although possibly not for the same reasons it was at the time, I I found parts of it quite funny, it uh, it makes you fully empathise with, like, some really bullshit problems. Like, the the main character is... (laughs) basically going through some emotional turmoil. But if you step back for a second and take yourself out of her perspective, you she's worried about fucking spoons or something. Or she's hiding behind a curtain because she's got the wrong shoes
0: on today. Oh, dear.
1: Excellent. The, so this is about the internal turmoil of a millennium. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the minute you stop, you know, directly being part of her life and empathising, you're just sick of her shit. Yeah, it's just pretty
1: stupid. It's... Uh, she's like, oh, Pull yourself together, for fuck's sake. It's not that bad. (laughs) I've got two teaspoons (laughs) and they're not the same size. How will I measure anything? It's Um, like, oh, just go eat your scones, for for fuck's sake. Just enjoy yourself. (laughs) Go eat your scones, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Cheer up and eat your scones. That was my that was my takeaway from uh, from reading Rebecca. Is that she should just cheer up I'll, and eat her scones. I'll scons. pass on that wise words of wisdom to my mother to tell to the elderly people when she makes them scones.
0: Cheer up, eat your scones. <laughs>
1: For fuck's sake! But it is very well written very because lovely. until you step back and and think that you're completely there with her, Go, oh god,
0: no, the teaspoons aren't the right size. Oh. Getting anxious just thinking about it. <laughs> I couldn't possibly eat a scone feeling like this.
1: You know what? I, I'm impressed that the writing is good enough to get you to emotionally connect with a woman worrying about. Yeah, existence. it's like, so it must be it pretty an incredibly well written book. It's just the subject matter is ridiculous. That sounds like the perfect book for you, sir. It's it's the same reason that I enjoy uh, Don Quixote, which is part of the reason I liked Don Quixote, is because it's very well written, but it's just so stupid. It's, that it. sounds like Blackadder, to be honest with you.
0: It's kind of Blackadder esque kind of black in, black in a, a
1: way. Rest, actually, yeah, it's. Yeah, yeah, it is very much a piss date, but very, very cleverly written. Well, more cleverly written than Blackout, to be fair. Let's not give Ben Elton too much credit now. (laughs) He's getting a bit big for his boots, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Simmer down, Ben.
0: You fuck off and eat some (laughs) scones. Yeah,
1: cheer the fuck up and eat your (laughs) scones, Ben. You've had your time. Uh, You wouldn't mind, sir, just fucking off slightly. Around the campfire,
0: gents, it's time for one Finn's
1: story. Get a, yeah. a last little turtle. Get yourself a dram. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> who was this man that's appeared in the bar? Yes. Get yourself a dram.
0: <laughs> get yourself. Are from
1: Northern Ireland. <laughs> get
0: yourself a dram. I was, I was trying to go that, that guy, that guy, the guy from Peaky oh, Blinders, yeah. you know the guy,
1: Thomas Shelby.
0: That yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yourself a dram, Thomas. Thomas. Okay, so I had a dream. It was classically for me just the most mundane piece of shit so i have this thing where i would like at university i i you know had these dreams and you know, these people go to university and you know, they think wow in this new place it's very overwhelming they have dreams that accommodate that not me no uh one of my most memorable dreams was i got up as i normally did i went to my first lecture as i normally did and then for breakfast i had porridge and then i carried on with my day and then i woke <laughs> up now not only was that so long and boring that I felt like I'd already lived another day of my life and then had to wake up and actually live a day of my life. Um, I, I don't like porridge. The only thing about that dream that was any different from my actual life was that I, I chose to have porridge and that was it. And I brought this to my friend. I was like, okay, dude, um, I've got these mundane dreams going. I'm like, well, what about you? And then he's like, "No, nah, man, I've, I've, uh, there's some shit. And then I basically, I spoke to him. We lived with each other for a few years and I can track four dreams of increasing intensity that this man had that are just ridiculous and terrifying to me. So the first time we'd moved into our new place in second year and he had a dream where I was in his room. And he was just falling asleep. And he could actually hear me walking up and down. And my voice sort of getting closer and closer and closer and further away and closer and closer. And then at some point, my voice turned into his dad's. And his, his dad gave him a key. And he could feel it being pressed into his hand whilst he slept. And then his dad leaned in really close to his ear and just kind of went... And he felt the breath in his ear and he woke up and he was like, Oh my goodness, that was awful. That was, that was yeah. Ugh. And then it was, it was fine for a while. And then one time he was, he was facing the wall. He could, he could hear this static and he could f- feel a presence whilst the static was there and it was getting closer. And then it, then it went and then it would happen again and the static would come back and the presence was there, this overbearing thing going on. Uh, so the third time, and this is where it gets pretty awful. He was again facing the wall and he, he felt the presence again but this time he decided to turn around and face it. And when he turned around, obviously this is in this weird lucid state of dreaming, there was an old woman kneeling by his bed, who looked at him and went, Shh. and then he woke up and... Was quite, you know, obviously shaken by this. Um, but at this point, he was getting, actually getting really tired of his, of his own brain doing this shit. Like he, he, was, he was, he was getting quite, quite irate about it. Um, and he was thinking about it so much when he went to bed that the next night he went to bed and he was kind of dozing off, looking at the line where his bed met the wall. And as he was dozing off, it started to. He, he saw a nice graph being drawn by his mind, and he was like, "Oh, this is nice. This isn't scary at all." And then, as he thought, "This isn't scary at all," this angry bald face came out from between the bed and the wall furiously glaring at him before he just went, right, that's it. Fuck off. Stop it now. I'm so sick of this. Just fucking stop. And I could hear him from my room just yelling. And I I was like, you're right, man. He's like, yeah, I'm just so fucking sick of this bullshit. I'm just telling it to, I'm telling whatever it is to fucking go away. I was like, fair enough, man. Okay. And you know what? Never happened again. Did
1: you you ever deal with the fact that he thought you were his father? Or his father figure? Oh my God. No, no. that's uh, that never spoke about. You just never thought about the fact that you're now his dad. I interacted
0: in indirectly interacted with his dad once because uh there was, it, again during during that year he 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 got with someone. Um, unfortunately I heard it because they were in a downstairs bedroom And I went into his bedroom Which was obviously empty at the time And wrote a post-it note saying Well done son, you sowed some oats <laughs> And put it on his notice board Now he didn't take that off because he didn't realise what that meant <laughs> So when his dad came to pick him up and pack it down His dad saw it and went, what's this? And he was like, oh it's just a, 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 note, a funny note that, that, that Finn wrote I, was like, I don't really know what it means And his dad's like, I means he had sex <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, okay, and yeah. So that's the that's the closest I, I've I've gotten to interacting with his father, which is which is accidentally telling his dad that he had sex. I'm
1: glad it was you that broke the news. Yeah, me too. That's... Wow. Well, that's a that's an intense amount of dreaming, and I hope to never have that. Creepy dream. But I'm very so. impressed. That this ability. Yeah.
0: So I was, I was yeah kind of maybe to draw up some discussion. Does anyone have any very memorable dreams or repeating dreams that you guys have? Because, um, like I said, mine are so mundane it doesn't even matter. Because I might as well just be living another day.
1: I wish I could remember my dreams. I don't remember any of my dreams. I get shouted at by other people for what I do in their dreams, though, which is always fun.
0: Yeah, I've pissed other people off in their dreams. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I get that. Then I, then I wake up and I get real like angry messages or whatever, and you're like, "Well, I, I'm sorry that you think that I did this." I'm sorry but, you uh, think so little of I me. I don't know what to say. To, to you. That your subconscious would make yeah, me do like, that, but exactly. Uh, <laughs> I had one from my sister, where she I just woke up, I was at first year of university, I was like 19 or something, it was my first time living away from home, and I was only there for a couple of weeks, and I get a message from my sister, which is basically saying, Why, how could you ever do that? Why would you ignore me? I'm like, this feels out of context, How? what's happened? And it turns out she'd had this dream, where the apocalypse had happened, and... We'd all been separated, the whole family, and we'd, we'd been separated for so long. And then she was walking down a, a street at like some <laughs> apocalypse street party, and I was just there playing the drums. And she was like, "Oh my god, Will! I haven't seen you in so long! Like, oh, wh- where's Josh? Where's the rest of the family? Like, what's going on?" And I apparently, I <laughs> just blanked it. I just just kept bang kept banging my drums. It's like, don't give a fuck. <laughs> Dude, giving it the beans on the drums—that was all I cared about in the apocalypse. And so then I have to deal with the fact that she's now grumpy with me because Apocalypse Will doesn't care about anything just other than Because his Apocalypse grumps. Will went full Mad Max, just doesn't care about anything yeah. but his exactly. drums. Now. Exactly. Exactly. Same thing. As his
0: Apocalypse Will's want, I mean, fair play to the guy. You live through an apocalypse. The least he can do is strap his drums to a 4x4 and just fucking go. Yeah, and he will. Oh, apocalypse yeah. Will's come out of it pretty well.
1: Well, I mean, he was alive. He had his drums, He seemed happy. He seemed very much into it. Or he was lobotomized, and that was all he could do. But and I like to think of. The yeah, thing. he's got a metal skull cap instead of a scalp, and he's got three arms now. But he's happy.
0: <laughs> his heart yeah. is just like it's a. It's been replaced with uh, an electrically charged scallop inside <laughs> a, a, a port bottle, just in his chest, and that beats. That beats for him.
1: And now I look forward to the animated segment of lobotomized skullcap Will with port, port bottle clam heart eating prawns while spanging his drums. And ignoring his sister. And ignoring his sister who's normally dressed and a normal human being. <laughs> 'Cause the rest of the world didn't the rest of the world didn't go Mad Max. Only Will went Mad Max in the apocalypse. <laughs> the rest of the rest I of the really world committed. basically just went back a couple of centuries, but Will went Mad Max. <laughs> oh yeah. I really committed in in this apocalypse dream. I was like, you know what, I can see where this is going. I'm gonna commit now and I'll be ahead of the curve. And it didn't pay off. That's all we're gonna say. <laughs> Um, I had a recurring nightmare as a child
0: that's... Oh, good stuff.
1: (laughs) Less harrowing. Well, I was terrified I was going to get eaten by my father. (laughs) And I don't know what that means, really. So the recurring... It was always exactly the same. It was very, very short and simple. It was just that I would wake up in my bed in the middle of the night and hear footsteps coming up the stairs. And in the dream, I would always know, because it was recurring, exactly what was going to happen. Is this big purple furry thing would come and eat me? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, there were occasionally slight change, like variations in the dream. Like one time, I I had the gumption to run into my sister's room and hide behind the door, and thought with the plan of it'll eat her and then it'll be full, and then I'll be fine. <laughs> uh, but it didn't. It it just ate me and gave my sister a knowing look. <laughs> Basic. Basically walked in, gave her a wink and a finger gun, and then and then just ate me. Did, uh, <laughs> did, did this big purple monstrosity somehow look ever so slightly like Barney
0: the Dinosaur? Uh, that's exactly where my head went. That's terrifying. <laughs> well,
1: we went through some like, phases of watching utter garbage movies. And I remember that there's this Australian zombie apocalypse movie that I actually really <laughs> want to see. Ooh! And I now need to see. I can it's recommend called. in terms of terrible read. zombie films because um, for the board game I'm making, it's been part of the research to watch like ter- terrible apocalypse films um, to get you know material to make fun of. Um, Juan of the Dead <laughs> is a uh, is a Cuban zombie film, um, and to be honest. It didn't give me much material to go on because it is genuinely a. a I mean, it's already a piss take film, so I didn't get much out of it to to take the piss off because it's it's already funny and it's already a piss take of zombie films and also a piss take of uh Cuban government, <laughs> like the um the so the whole like the trope of not calling zombies zombies in that they're called the dissidents because <laughs> because all the news coverage is uh, basically blaming the Americans and that uh, that these are a capitalist um, like dissident faction <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to sow unrest in the uh, in Cuba
0: excellent I might like, I might just watch this of a, of a morning on a weekend <laughs> that sounds incredible yeah, it's yeah. good
1: Have you watched 28 days later? yes now when I first watched that I remember that being a sort of like it's a standout and 28 days yeah. later is pretty good. I watched it recently as part of this research and mm-hmm. did you notice the product placement in it? Like all the all the, the soft drinks. And I stuff. mean there's all the soft drinks to start with. But then there's a whole like 5 minute scene that is an advert. And and it's the supermarket the scene. The supermarket scene is mental. It's it forgets it's a zombie film. It's they're, they're driving along every it's a fucking wasteland and then they say budgens. And all the lights are on, and then they go in <laughs> without any sort of uh, sense of danger. They just go in and go, well, the lights are on, and the, there's food still on the shelves. Everything's really tidy and nice and clean. It'll be safe. Let's cue the shopping montage where we all whiz around on trolleys and buy Terry's chocolate oranges.
0: Isn't there, like, happy happy music yeah. as well? Like, just completely just away from the, the rest of the movie, which has this, like, harrowing soundtrack. Yep, and... Nothing happens to them. They they
1: they raid the shelves. They get all their Terry's chocolate oranges. They put it in the car and they drive on, and nothing bad happens. It wasn't even like a setup for a juxtaposition. It was just we needed to fit in loads of product placement because. And now a word from us, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just surely that's a poor advert that yours is the only shop that didn't get raided. It's as just as crazy. The, the world went to <coughs> shit, and no, and no one, one bothered to budget. go in this store. <laughs> Exactly that. <laughs> no one remembered it was there. Their
0: they're they're impeccable generator be damned. We're still not going yeah. there. We don't care if the lights are still it's on. Like, oh no, I've,
1: I mean, exactly. I've got standards, so... <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't risk it, even in the apocalypse. There's an Aldi down the road. Let's see if they've got anything left.
0: <laughs> just drive for a bit. We'll hit a booth at some point. Yeah.
1: But it's, it's just out of nowhere, and it just stops being a zombie film. And starts starts being a a montage cherry the orange advert.
0: So I I've always really enjoyed that film. I thought it was a great film, but I've never noticed that, and I can't. You won't not I can't, notice it now. I can't, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's It comes out of yeah. nowhere. Oh god! And the second one just a Jeremy Renner. So yeah. I would not see the the second. It's just, I mean, it's it's not a bad film. But, it's not a bad you know, film. It's it's, it's it's Jeremy Renner. He's he's the Jeremy Renner of actors. So <laughs> you know, that's there's only so far you can go with that. For a zombie film, Twenty Eight Days Later is
1: is a very good film. But as I say, it requires that caveaters for a zombie film. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was <laughs> I just did not notice that the first time in, and and now it's uh, it, it's the, it's the whole film for me now It's uh, is is the budging scene. Uh, it's all these it goes back, and it's like, oh god, I really, I really wish I could go to budgets, but there's just and, not one name. And also, <laughs> the also the the, the, the the black cab that uh, is also basically chitty chitty bang bang with caterpillar tracks uh, in the tunnel scene. Basically, they they drive into this tunnel, and it's completely blocked with broken down vehicles, and they look at each other as if there's a decision to be made, and and then the one driving Brendan Gleeson just goes, now we're gonna do it, and he just drives at the cars and just roop, over we go and
0: <laughs> incredible uh, yeah did they like a did they get a flat after that like did they hit they, they flat yeah tire? they get a flat tire
1: after that uh, yeah. amazingly um but yeah, they just just yeah. cruise over all of these vehicles like a light tank um <laughs> and just just land at the bottom and go yep yeah, that's. <laughs> I can't wait for someone to be drunk and in, in the back seat of a taxi and just th- for them to demand yeah. to do that in traffic. <laughs> it's it's not, not just goes. the turning circle that London taxi cabs are meant for. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah, that's the monster truck demolition <laughs> the abilities. Speaking of shit films, do you know when the, the new Nicolas Cage movie comes no. out? It's the Nicolas Cage movie where Nicolas Cage plays Nicolas Cage oh, playing no. Nicolas Cage. And I, oh my I goodness can't wait to watch it it's the premises do you know the I think it's called Pedro Pascal basically is a millionaire and uh Nicholas Cage is broke, and basically he needs money because he's bankrupt himself, which is very like accurate to real life and so he gets um offered this job by Pedro Pascal's character to come to his like a mansion. And reenact Nicolas Cage's greatest movie moments for Pedro Pascal. And so it's Nicolas Cage playing all of Nicolas Cage's best roles because he's broke for a millionaire that just wants Nicolas Cage to perform for oh, him. Oh, that's so meta. And I, and I, and I, and I need <laughs> I it I'll I I like. actually watch oh, that.
0: Yes, I will, yeah. I will watch like, that. I hate
1: Nicolas Cage, but I, I'm too curious. It sounds like chaos, and I can't wait. It was after we watched Willy's Wonderland, and that was just pure brilliance. That's Nicholas Cage plays the protagonist from a Five Nights at Freddy's game, and basically doesn't want to play it like the protagonist of Five Nights at Freddy's, so just goes around and beats the shit out of animatronics in really, <laughs> in a really terribly shot movie for the for like an hour and a half, and he's his character never says a <laughs> single line, he has no lines in the movie, and he is the I mean, main that's character. A it is, it is glorious. He just grunts or looks at something or drinks an energy drink and then moves on. People address him consistently, but it looks like the whole film was cut so that he, he doesn't speak.
0: Do you think that he was pissed off when he saw the cheque and realised that because he was basically an extra, he he didn't get any money?
1: Nobody's not an extra. He's the main character. It's a non-speaking part. I don't know if that's on purpose <laughs> or because he, they didn't pay him enough to speak, if I'm honest <laughs> The whole movie's made for like $4 million, and most of that's probably on Nicolas Cage.
0: (laughs) It's just like, right, I will be presents, but I'm not saying anything.
1: (laughs) You haven't paid me enough to say my lines, so (laughs) we're not speaking on this one, boys. They're like, but Nick, Nick, everyone's going to address you at some point. He's like, I don't care. (laughs) So they just do dramatic camera moves, or they just like cut away.
0: That sounds atrocious, and I must see it.
1: We made a drinking game out of it and it was so good. You had to drink every time there was a dramatic camera zoom, every time Nicolas Cage is addressed and doesn't speak, every time Nicolas Cage changes his t shirt or drinks, or a, every time a punch energy drink is on screen. It's brilliant. Honestly, it's, it's well worth watching with a friend. It cost like £2.50 to rent it on Amazon and it was £2.50.
0: Worth <laughs> they, I mean, the, the classic like drinking movie thing for me was, you know, The Room with Tommy Wiseau and that sort of thing. I, I, have you ever heard of that? No.
1: Is that the, oh, hi, That's Mark. That's it, yeah.
0: Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. That one. Um, so, yeah, um, Eric.
1: <laughs> I know of it, but I haven't I, seen it, So
0: to Tommy, I mean, I'm not going to tell this entirely correctly, but um, basically it's this movie who is, it was written, directed, and the main character is played by a guy called Tommy Wiseau, who is this uh, non-specifically wealthy guy. From I think Eastern Europe, at least it sounds like it. Who may or may not genuinely think he's a vampire, Um, and he he just made this movie uh, that he thought was going to be incredible and put loads of money, and it's just the biggest car crash ever. But it's it's it's, it's, it. I think it kind of kicked off the so bad it's good genre. Um, And honestly, watching it is painful. Uh, It's got some iconic lines in it. It's the only reason why it's famous. A movie has been made about that movie and the making of it. Starring James Franco, okay. um, called The Disaster Artist. Uh-huh. And yeah, so it's just been, it's just a huge cultural thing, um, but there's a drinking game to it. And because they drink Scotchka, extra scotch and vodka in it, uh, it basically involves you just downing Scotchka every time something happens. Um, and because of that, oh. I've tried. I've, I've actually started watching the film. I think about five times over my life, <laughs> uh, but have never gotten through it because I've been vomiting by halfway through.
1: I feel like you could timestamp the point where you stop and then just try and get through
0: each bit. Well, it's kind of like? I'll, I'll I'll start drinking. It'll get a bit bit awful. Then the memory goes, and then I throw up. So you know, I I remember up to when things maybe just start going wrong for his character. Hard to tell because he delivers his lines, it's just, in the worst way. I mean, it, it, he delivers his lines kind of like, um, like, again, a non-specifically Eastern European Microsoft Sam. <laughs> there's, like, there's, there's one bit where he goes like, they heard me and I don't care anymore. And it's just like, we. D- you kind of sounded sad, but accidentally. <laughs> Drake once said, I may regret the way we ended. But I will never regret what we had. Drake was not involved in this bucket of piss. See you next time.
1: On a day, alack the day, Love whose mouth is ever may, Spied a blossom passing fair, clean in the wanton air, Through the velvet leaves the wind, All unseen can passage find, That the lover the sick to death, Wish himself the heaven's breath, Air, Quoth he, Thy cheeks may blow, ere would I might triumph so. But alack, my hand is sworn, near to pluck thee by the thorn. Vow alack, alack, ah! Vow alack, for youth, youth, unmeet, youth so apt to pluck a sweet.